Welcome back. Episode 32. 32. Yeah. And today we are talking about something else that you brought into my mind. You you typically you're you're you go on your walks. Yeah. And then you get all these ideas and you just fire off texts and add them to the notes. So what's today? No, I got this one. So I'll tell you the roundabout way of how yeah. I came across and where this came from. So remember when I was preparing for that talk for MIT? Yes. And um, I'm not quite sure how I got to her, but there was a girl named Erin Sullivan who is a travel photographer. Ah, okay. And Erin Sullivan did a fantastic TED Talk. And oh. it was what I learned from doing a TED Talk. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. So... I watched that one. If you haven't heard heard her before, it's like an eight minute. Well, but well worth it. It's so well worth okay. it. And it, it captures my sentiments exactly from having to do that MIT talk, right? Yeah. Anyways, so this girl, Erin Sullivan, has an Instagram and she has a podcast. She was a guest on a podcast. So I followed her Instagram, which led me to this podcast. And um, it was about travel, traveling. And on this podcast, they she brings up this idea of main character syndrome, main character syndrome. Yeah. And in her in this context that I heard it was they she's a, she was talking about how when you're traveling, you got to be sensitive. You got to be aware of what's happening around you. And in this case, she was like in this really remote part of Australia. And it was an indigenous, it, it, it was like an indigenous tribe that she was around and it was forbidden to take photos. Oh. And so, because they were so, they you know, So they're like, sort of like the, uh, um, Oh, doggone it. I'm going to forget the, anyway. Like real well, deep in the rainforest or like tribes like yeah. that. Yeah. Well, right? and Native American tribes yeah. had that that feeling or that sentiment of if you take a picture of me, you're stealing a piece of my soul right. kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. So anyways, this girl was saying, this girl, Erin Sullivan, was saying that even though she is a professional photographer, like that's what she does for a living. She was there to go get photos she had to respect the culture of what was going on around her, but that a lot of times when people are traveling, they just take on main character syndrome. So it's like, it's my story. Everybody else just happens to be living in it. Yeah. So whether the culture that's been around for thousands of years doesn't want me to take photos, I'm going to take a photo so I can post it on my Instagram. Yeah, that's totally the the context that I took it as whenever okay. you said, let's talk about that. And, okay. I, and I also wanted to point out, because this is a topic that comes across my mind often, and I'm not going to lie to you. Like, Well, there are a couple things I have to say about this, but my whole life has been a bit of a struggle of <laughs> like growing up for me or maturing for me. And I don't know if the, this is probably true for a lot of people, but mm -hmm. maturing for me is remembering that I'm not the main character of every yeah. story and every day that I walk through. Yeah. And even if that's the legend that I'm playing out in my mind, it's not the truth, right? Or the reality. But they have this word. I can't remember. It's like, oh, it's called Sonder. The okay. word is S-O-N-D. 
D-E-R, I believe it was like a coined new as a new word okay. uh, and made in like 2016 or something like that. But but Sonder means exactly the opposite of main character syndrome or it's it's fending off characters, main character syndrome. It's like if you're walking down the street and you pass somebody on the street and you realize just there you get this this sense that that person's life is as deep and rich and meaningful yeah. as yours. And they're having thoughts that are just as deep and rich and meaningful as yours. Yeah. And that feeling is a, it's a pretty intense feeling if you've ever had it. Cause you're like, Whoa, you just feel like this dot. Then you feel like right. a speck and you're like how small you feel. And it's a good feeling though. It's not a, it's not a negative thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but it is very easy. And I think, you know, it's very easy to walk through life and think, that you're the main character of everything. Um, and it's like, what is that saying that, uh, that I always was trying to say to you or remember, uh, in your twenties, mm-hmm. you're worried about what everyone thinks of you in your forties, you stop caring what people think about you. And in your sixties, you realize that they weren't thinking about you at all. Right. Yeah. And, uh, that, that I think plays a real role and uh, it's eye opening. Well, and I think about, you know, it stuck with me, this main character syndrome, because it made me pause for a second and go, shoot. What have I been have doing? I, been, I do, yeah. Ha, what have I been doing lately that's been totally main character syndrome? Yeah. And like, what is that doing to my relationships with people? Or how is that preventing me from being able to experience things? Or how is it not allowing me to think of other perspectives? You know, and. Well, that's the biggest thing. I think it's one of the biggest things that. Well, number one, you're not the only one who feels that way. Neither am I. Mm-hmm. But I think it's one of the biggest things that plagues at least our country in watching the way people talk to each other and the way they don't accept another opinion outside their own. Mm-hmm. Apart from all the other factors that kind of like play into that, whether it's like social media and all the news, whatever. But I think that it is a, a big problem in the sense that if you constantly think you're the main character, then you obviously your thoughts and actions are the most important. And if that's the case, well, then you're going to be less inclined to open yourself up to other people's thoughts and other people's actions and other people's beliefs. And that's been the, that's been a, a real pitfall for, for us. I feel like, you know, and when I'm again, I've got that syndrome. I've had it since I was, a little little kid Mm -hmm. but when you realize and there are times i think that it's a healthy thing to to do it's like if you you know there are some times where you want to be the hero and there are moments where you're like got to pick them wisely but it's good for you to do that you know because that that's almost like when you know they say ego gets the job done sometimes ego gets the book written ego gets the movie made you have to have a little bit of you you have to have a little bit of pride. Yeah. You got to turn it on and turn it off at the right times and use it to your advantage, leverage it. But, but it's also when it's time to be sensitive to other people's thoughts and ideas and situations, boy, that main character syndrome is a son of a bitch. Yeah, it sure is. Because then you you have to pause and say, I mean, I think about when I was in my twenties and Things were rough when we first started, when we were first married, we didn't have the easiest, you know, experience. Yeah, it wasn't an easy start. I see lots of, I remember seeing lots of friends around me that just, it was, 
happy go lucky so it honeymoon seemed. phase. At least so it seemed seemed right. that way, right? And it wasn't that way for us. And I had bad main character syndrome at that time because my needs weren't getting met. And so then since my needs weren't getting met, I wanted other people to meet my needs, to yeah. to 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 take care of my needs for me when it was my responsibility. So I think what this also tells me is that um if if you if you are having main character syndrome, then interrogate why, like what needs aren't, what needs are lacking that is causing you to be the main character all the time. Yeah, that's a, that's a, like, what is it that's missing? Yeah, what's, what's missing? Because what is it that you can't do for yourself that you're expecting others to cater to, to you? To play all supporting the time? roles in your main yeah. character uh, story? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't really know, but I know you see it a lot and, you know, think of big, when people make a, like, I've always thought this, but, you know, when people have a big day coming up, you know, like I can remember doing the screening for Silverfish and I was like, yeah, of course I was nervous, but what I really, and I will say once the product's done and the thing's getting pushed out and we have the screening, I actually don't feel all that comfortable being the main character that night, even though it's ironic because I'm supposed to, if I'm the one that made this or tried to at least commandeered it and is putting it out, then I should probably take the responsibility to stand up there and at least play a bit of the main character for a moment or two. But I feel really uncomfortable in that kind of a moment because I've told myself for so long that it nothing really turns out as great as you want it to be whenever you try to create more meaning out of a day than there should be in a day. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's, it's a tough, it's a tough thing, but you know, I think main character syndrome has been called probably only child syndrome, although that's probably not fair to all the only children. It's probably been called baby syndrome, although mm -hmm. that's not fair to all the babies. I mean, it's no, you, you well, youngest child, but you not see, baby. Ev you see examples of main character syndrome. Yeah. I'm and the eldest child, and I've had it my whole life. So I, yeah, I mean, I think it's. I don't know where it results from, but I think a way to, if you're trying to flip it so that you, if so that you're not operating in main character syndrome all the time, is like. What could happen? Well, what's a quick, I feel like there should be a quick check-in with yourself. Yeah, like, like there's what, a way to do that. Well, I think that first one was, what, what am I missing? Like, yeah. what am I missing that I feel the need but to be? But that's a deep question. That's going to take some thought because you're going to have to sit down and think about all the, and that's yeah, but, fine, but, but, but I mean no, a quick check-in. No, I mean, I mean, okay. Like if, let's say for example, I remember for a long time, we would always have uh, arguments about what time to go home. Oh gosh. Yeah. So the question was, the question really was, why do you want to stay longer? Why do you want to leave early? Yeah. If I want to leave early, don't you want to come with me? Yeah. yeah. And, and so, so what I think that that leads to is more of an issue, not about time, but yeah. more about like respect for each other. Or if, it's a, like if or trust yeah or whatever. whatever that is right so what need is not getting met and then i think if you're in a probably better state of mind too you could say so what could happen if i wasn't the main character like what good things could happen as a result of me taking a step back and playing the supporting role well and i can tell you right now though again 
when I was a kid, when I would imagine myself in movies, which I did even then, you know, I was always the main character. I and if I dressed up, I always dressed up as, as I was. Ma- I was Rocky, or I was Rambo, or I was the, the main Joker. character. I was the main character or the main villain, right? The yeah. person with the most attention. Mm-hmm. And as I've gotten older, when I when I notice I'm writing scripts, I this has turned into a problem for me at points too, where I'm writing a bunch of sub characters. <laughs> there is no main character, and I've, mm. I've loved movies like that that I've seen where there's not really a main character. It's a bunch of other, it's a bunch of people. But now that we're talking about this, it kind of explains to me why I like that because I admire people who are capable of being a cool supporting role. And, and ultimately when I, when I see that happen in life, I'm always now, I find myself later in life or at the point I am in life drawn to the people who are good at supporting roles, because it's not a thing that always has always come natural to me to think about it's like they can do the thing that I wish I could do. Yeah. You know? Step aside. Step and, aside and be cool about it. Yeah. So that leads me to think about what does it take to not to to have it in you to step aside, right? Like I wanna I wanna also acknowledge that we said at the beginning that you should have pride in what you do or you should have a little bit of ego. Like there should be moments where you're definitely the main character of your life, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. No, you're like right. only yeah. you can tend to yeah, that or yeah. only you can determine how well you do a job. Yeah, or- although we do know people who don't ever take the main character role in their own life, they just go and try to play supporting roles to everybody else yeah. in their life. And yeah. then it's like, that's a mess for yeah, them. Well, and-, and then when do you ever get to call it your own? Yeah. So, I mean, I, I want to recognize the fact that it is your responsibility uh, <laughs> to be the person in your body, your mind to take care of that. So main character, you are the main character of your story. We're just assuming that most people listening to this tend to think of themselves as the main character in their own lives. They, yeah. We're just assuming that's the average. Right? Yeah. But in, but I'm also thinking about how main character syndrome has so many downfalls. If you're again, well, you're, you're setting yourself up for disappointment too, because when you go through life thinking that way, you're going to get hit at probably at least once a day with the realization. Unless they're, you're just they're blind, not thinking of me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Unless you're just blind, you're going to realize, oh yeah, they, no, that's I'm not the main character of that. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Know? So, what does it take to not operate in main character syndrome? Right. I think it takes uh, it, it takes a moment of consideration for the other people involved in your story, right? Yeah. So for the Aaron Sullivan situation, the even though her her career, professional career is a photographer, it wasn't important that day. Even though she was in this place that no other photographers have taken photos of, she had to respect the culture of the people that live there. And to her, by her um beliefs or, you know, that's she, she was going to honor that. Yeah. So I think it's. Well, of course, that's great. I mean, it, it just the, now I would be the one that would walk in and it's cool that she knew that ahead of time. Did she say that somebody tell her that or did she read that or how'd she find out? I don't out? know if she did know. She had her camera. She just kind of picked up on it. I mean, it was probably obvious. Uh, somehow it was obvious yeah. to her that it was forbidden. It was ultimately forbidden to take photos there. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, so I think it takes consideration. Yeah. 
of other like well, thoughtful. Th- I, so very- I think that would be a one big thing on a check in if we're ready for a top three. This would sure. be my first is to literally just have the try to build the habit in of stopping and going, wait, wait, wait. Is someone else in here more main of a character than me? <laughs> or do we all think we're the main character in this moment? Because if that's the case, then I'm not, I'm definitely not the main character. And I just think that a quick check-in like that even grounds you into to the moment so that you can handle the moment. Yeah. Now, your bigger question is not something that's gonna, those answers aren't gonna pop into your head in a split second, but to sit down and ponder that is probably huge. What was your big question again? My big question? Yeah, the one that you said that is to think about what's missing in your life or what, what needs, what, what do you needs need? are not being met that yeah. are causing you to feel like you need to mm-hmm. be the main character of every moment. Yeah. Okay. That um, was my first one. So that was ask yourself what needs have to be tended to so that I don't have to be operating in main character syndrome right now. Yeah. Okay. Well, my second one would be, I, I love that word Sonder. So I yeah. would actually call it another quick check-in, but to really actually go out of your way to look how, for, for ways to make other people feel like the main character. If you can go out of your way and make somebody feel like the main character today, tomorrow, the following day, you probably end up with better connections and experiences in life because you're, you're feeling connected to these people because that you've made them feel. Yes, you know. actually it's, it's amazing because if you take the time again to do what you just said, allow somebody else to be the main character, guess what? They're probably going to bend over backwards to make you feel like the main character yeah. the next yeah. time. So it's just, yeah. Um, uh, you know, you give more to get more. I don't know what all the sayings are, but, yeah. you know, the more you give, the more you get in return. So yeah. I think that that's uh, exactly. Well, that's three between us. <laughs> that's probably good enough. Or I don't know, unless do you have something else? I had one, one which we just talked about, but the whole consider the others involved in the story. Um, and I like what you said about hold on, am I the main, am I really the main character in the situation or is somebody else going to be like, of course they're the main character in this situation. Right. Like they're getting married or it's their baby shower or it's their, you know, it's, it's some kind of event right. that there well, should that's, be no Those way. are the moments where that's blatantly obvious or should be. Right. But it, you're right. Or even in family situations, it's always interesting whenever you have multiple siblings together and it's like, yeah, hold on, hold on, hold on. Like, yeah. maybe typically you're the main character, but like today, maybe you're not, yeah. you know? Yeah. And I think the part that I didn't get to say earlier was, and ultimately what matters most about it. Yeah. Like, what do you, what do you, what's the biggest priority here? Is it to spend time together? So if you want to spend time together, why are you fighting over who wants to go where, who's going to sleep where, right. who's going to, you know, yeah. wear something? I don't know. Who's going to get their way? Yeah. Who's going to get their way? Well, okay. So then this does bring me to my third one then. Obviously, most of your days of your life are going to be spent feeling like you're the main character because ultimately you are the main character of your own life. Yeah. But if you're going to be the main character, don't treat everyone else like they're supporting. Yeah. And I think that is a big distinction because if you're treating people like they're pawns in your chess match, yeah, they're going to feel that. 
Yeah. On the, and, and on the flip side of that, if you get a chance, look for those moments to treat them like they're the king or the queen of the chess match so that, you know, they can feel that from you. you yeah. Know? And that, and I really do believe that if you take the time to make people feel like they're the most important, they're going to bend over backwards to make you feel like you are, you All know, right. which is what, which is what you hope. So, okay. Well, that's main character syndrome in episode 32. We're going to check back in hopefully sooner than later. All right. Hasta la pasta. Oh, 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 oh.